Welcome to another episode of Real Equity with Ryan and Darren. This is Ryan Lara. And Darren Goldstein. And today we're outside, Darren. <laughs> you brought me outside. I'm looking, we're sitting right now on the edge of a, a pier, a walkway. We are. To a lake. And we almost died getting here. <laughs> yes. I think we jaywalked. We did totally. 100% jaywalked. Yeah. Uh, and my cough, my hot coffee spilled on me, but we're here. And you're wearing a light-colored shirt, and you did not get coffee on you, so you should get, like, some awards. Thank some you. You've won. You. <laughs> you've won the day. I am feeling very tranquil uh, here yeah. on the water with you on this, this morning. Totally. It's a, there's worse ways to spend your day and, or your morning, and, and we're surrounded by ducks. There's ducks everywhere. <laughs> we, we should have brought some bread. I, I should have. Oh, that's bad for the ducks, apparently. You're not supposed to do... Oh, it is. Not, yeah. <laughs> Don't do the bread. I've killed many ducks <laughs> in my childhood then. Oh, my gosh. How dare my parents. So, so Darren, <laughs> um, you, you kind of want to introduce what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. So... I wanted to talk about what's a difference maker. Yeah. What is a difference maker uh, in your business? What's a difference maker for your clients? What's a difference maker for the trajectory and the and the, the building of your business? Totally. And what goes into that? And and so I think also out there, like we we can really see who who the difference makers are out there in our marketplace, as far as like who's making it happen. And especially in this market where, it's, you know, this isn't this isn't rainbows and unicorns <laughs> as far as the real estate market goes. But there's people who are still making it happen. They're still out there. They're grinding. And, and there's other people who aren't. And we see that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and also, like, I, I think when you when you talk about a difference maker, some people might be going, well, what is what do they mean? Like, I make a difference. I do a good job or. You know, I get leads and, and there's, there's, I think there's two different lanes of people who run their business and I'm not talking about offense and defense because we talked about that mm -hmm. before, but I'm talking about people that th there, there's two successful types of people. There's one that's going to actually be a, a person that just does the things they know they need to do yeah. to build their business and in difficult markets and different times, they, they just like a dog, just, yeah. just do the same thing over and over again. Right. Totally. The and habits are established. Exactly. And then, and there's nothing wrong with that, by the way. And then there's people who pivot and there's people who go, well, I realize maybe I need to, I need to have different types of lead sources. I need to have different connections with people in general. I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer to that point that you need to have multiple methods of lead generation working in tandem to really be successful because you know, this is, this should be like duh type stuff, but you know, we need to remind ourselves in here. Like there are times where, you know, you, you know, obviously we all want business from our sphere, but there's times our sphere isn't humming at the, at the speed we'd like it to. So we depend on other methods of lead gen to, so, you know, to, to make sure that the, the roller coaster of production isn't having too many crazy highs and crazy lows, but more steady and expected. Yeah. And in being in that way, what are ways that people out there can make a difference in their prospecting and and do things to shake it up a bit right because that's yeah. what i think of what with a difference maker mm -hmm. is what are you doing to shake up your business what are, are you are you doing more videos now if Correct. you had didn't do videos before that's a difference maker mm -hmm. are you connecting with other people and other sources that you've never connected with before Correct. that's a difference maker correct and, and and i want to share a quick story so so darren called me the other night and he had posted on his instagram story about looking for a divorce attorney and he like and and i'm just going through my instagram story and and darren's obviously happy happily married and so i saw that and i just immediately thought 
Oh, he's looking for another like like a lawyer, like a, a lawyer, a, 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 someone to create a business relationship opportunity. I just immediately thought that. At no point was I like, oh yeah, he's he's split enough or anything like that. <laughs> but yeah. that's but that but that's how I but let that show. That's how I see you. That's how I view you. You're, I I see you in the prospecting business development mode, not in the blow up our marriage. <laughs> yes, I am happily married, yes. and uh, I did have to put it like a disclaimer on it I because did. a I didn't want my Asterisk. wife to, to to hit me over the head when I got home, <laughs> and then the other part of it was uh, yeah, just for for friends that don't know that I am prospecting. But yeah, that's that's how I'm thinking every day. I'm thinking. Who else can I connect with that's new? I, I think another part of being a difference maker in that is sometimes I think the biggest problem people have or that the challenge personally they can't overcome is that they're afraid to go outside of what they know works sometimes. Comfort zone. You know, and I don't mean calling a lead or not calling a lead. I mean, in speaking of a difference maker, I mean... Some people out there might go, well, I don't know how to talk to an attorney. Mm. I don't know how to reach out. Why am I going to, why, why am I going to partner with a divorce attorney? What, what am I, what am I going to help them with? What are they going to help me with? And the reality is, is everybody out there is looking for opportunities to connect with other business owners and be, have the opportunity to send people referrals. Mm. And so be, being in a spot where you can actually, a fish just jumped out of the water. <laughs> you can't see, but where both of our heads turned. These are the hazards <laughs> of doing a podcast outside. Anyway. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you have to think like how, being a different speaker, how can I make a difference on someone else's life? Correct. I remember the first time I met with uh, a probate attorney and I, I got the meeting and when we were talking, Halfway through the meeting, the attorney asked me, well, all we've been talking about is how you can help me. Because mm-hmm. like, uh, I was asking the probate attorney, like, who's your ideal client? Like, what, walk me through what you do on a daily schedule. Um, what, how, what are ways that I could help you? Have you been interested in social media? And he was like, well, I've always wanted to do stuff like that, but I never have before. Mm-hmm. I said, well, I'd love to help you with that. And we talked totally. for, the, for a half an hour about the ways that I could help him. When we got towards the end of the meeting, he's like, well, we did, you didn't really tell me how I can help you. And mm-hmm. I said, you know what? I said, I'm just a firm believer in karma yeah. and that, you know, we got to break bread and have lunch together. If I have clients that need a probate attorney, I know who to send them to now. Totally. You know, and and he's like, wow. And that's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. Me taking the time to have that lunch and have that meaningful conversation and build a little rapport with somebody, that that's making a difference in my business. Oh, of course. You're and and just from operating from a place of 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 how what can I do for someone else? I think that always wins. I, gratitude always wins. I'm a big believer, like that, the in the Gary Vanderchuk model in that regard. Gratitude, being able to help others, it always it, it always comes back around. I, you know what, what we put out there, it really does come back. And I think through our actions, through what we showcase, what we do for our clients, and really going above and beyond. I think that's really what kind of it just it just kind of segments you in a different place. Be, I, and I love that you say about the gratitude and the service standpoint. And I think that that is a big difference in headspace that, that sales professionals can take, like moving forward in a difficult market. It's kind of like the idea of, I was talking with another lender uh, of mine that I, that I know, friend of mine that I know. And he said, he's got relationships with these, with certain partners that they've got 
four or five other lenders that they talked mm-hmm. to. And he said that that really bo- bothered him, mm-hmm. you know? And, he, and I said, why? And he said, well, because, you know, I put in the time and I do this and I do that. And I said, well, it doesn't matter. I said, you need to come from, from a mindset of I'm going to outserve and be there as a resource and give someone my the best I possibly can don't look for anything in return. That's that's going to make a difference in you and your business mm-hmm. because I guarantee you the other five or six people out there that they're talking to are going to come to a mindset where they're going to go, you know what, uh, I'm not going to give them my all because they're talking to other people. Yeah. And it's like this, this, this mindset of like, I got to be the only one. And then that stops you from actually growing the relationship really? with, with the referral partner. I'm not talking yeah. about lender, realtor. I'm talking about realtor, relationship with a builder or or another referral source right totally totally i I feel like relationship building is such an underrated like it's again to to a high high producing agent someone who's a difference maker i think i think relationship building is is a no it's a no-brainer from the perspective of it's a necessary building block for anyone's business um when you know earlier this week i did a training for my company on uh, CRM usage and, and why you're using your CRM is so critical and, and it, we literally got down to the you know the nitty gritty of, of theory of why this is so important and and so when when it when really diving deep it really just like I don't want to sound over you know over, oversimplified but building relationships is building your business and adding these relationships to your CRM adding these people you're going to be in touch with and keeping in contact with on a regular basis it's a it's I think it's something that that is is just kind of put to the wayside. It's not really as important as it should be to, to people. And, and and I'll challenge people, even those of you who are top producers and, and high end agents, are you are you are you putting all those people into your CRM? Is your CRM as good as it can be? And I think even the best of us can say mm, it could be better. And then that's and also having that into that to that mindset, having a growth mindset, and that I can always find more people to build relationships, not being comfortable. And wanting to to again attack your day with a growth mindset. Don't be fixed mindset. That's where that's where things get lazy. If you're not, I, I think a good a good way I like to put it is when you lay your head down at night. Did your business get better or worse today? Mm. One or the other. There's no there's no middle, and and you've got to take a look in the mirror and say, did it get better or worse? I I love that, and I also think that there's this idea that a lot of people salespeople wake up in the morning and they go, how do I find a sale? Mm-hmm. How do how do I find a lead? Correct. How do I find another opportunity? Right. And, and every conversation that they go to, they think they're in this like, you know, desperate mode where mm-hmm. they're, I'm looking for a deal. I'm looking for this. I, I need a deal. I That's need a this. scarcity mindset. Yes. And, and what I'm, what I would propose to anybody out there is shift that, shift that mind frame and think what kind of difference can I make? in the people that I'm talk that I'm talking to is life today. Correct. Correct. You know, because because if you can if you call someone, they can tell and they can feel if you're looking for something from them. Of course. Yeah. You know, I know when I'm following up with and in and in this current market and we're recording this what day is it or time we're, is it right? We're, we're at the, the back half of October now. Okay, thank yeah. you for helping yeah. me. With that. I thought we were in November. I thought it was Thanksgiving. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> but but I know like when I when I reach out to a lot of my clients that have been approved and they're waiting to purchase a house, it's been months. Yeah. When I reach out to them, I reach out to them and I say, Hey, how you doing? 
you know, I just wanted to check in. I was thinking about you guys. And then they, then they say, well, you know, we're not going to buy. I, I know. I, you know, I understand. I say, but I just want to let you guys know that I know there's a lot on your minds. I know mm-hmm. you do want to buy, but I'm thinking about you. Yeah. How's the family? How's everybody doing? And that's it. And then it's like, goodbye. Hey, I'm here if you, when you need yeah, me. Yeah, that, that, that's it. That's, that's it. You, you nail you know, Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> like that. I feel like so much of the fear with prospecting or making those calls. And I don't even want to label it as prospecting. Yeah, yeah, in business terms, it is. But just the reach out to the, your, hey, my CRM said to reach out to A, B, C, and D people today. Let me reach out to them. And, and but the phone call itself, the, the actual meat and bones of that phone call after you dial the number. How's it going? Yeah. How's the family? Blah, blah, blah. And guess what? Nine out of 10 times, they ask me, how's business going? Thanks for asking, Ryan. <laughs> well, and, and think about it. You can you can change the way, you can change the way that that the consumer thinks of the salesperson. Of course. Because every time I'm talking to a to a client, mm-hmm. a current client or a prospecting for a new client, I'm trying to change that that mindset that the client has, which is, you know what? I'm not a, a, a shady salesman. I'm not this. I am truly trying yeah. to bring value to their life. And, and develop a friendship because I care mm-hmm. about them. And that's a difference maker. Agreed. Someone someone who comes to a conversation and when you think that way, it's also not as scary because you're just reaching out to go, you know, you can't get shut down because you're not really trying to sell anything. You're trying to come to them with asking them how they're doing. Of course. Finding out what their current mindset is, mm-hmm. you know, asking them if they're okay. Yeah. You know, and, and truly building an authentic relationship. That's a difference I, maker. I, I 100% agree with you. I, I find that when you approach a relationship with that perspective, it's only going to, I mean, I mean, you're going to, obviously there's going to be one offset, you know, there, it, it's not going to work out, whatever it may be, but by and large, majority of people are going to really connect with you. They're really going to, they're going to understand that you're bringing them value and you're bringing them, uh, there's trust, there's integrity, there's dependency. Um, you also, there's availability. You're the one reaching out to them. I feel that, that a lot of agents out there who are on, on the lazier end, um, and I shouldn't say agents, per, professionals in general, they, they yeah, just any kind of salespeople any, on the anyone. lazy end. Correct, yeah. correct. They're anyone. in cruise control they're, or correct. they're trying to build and maybe they're not doing enough, whatever mm-hmm. it might be. I think even, you know, there, there's even a difference to me in someone who's, who's, there's someone who's in cruise control to your point, the, the example we were just talking about, fixed mindset, they're stuck in second gear, they're not, you know, they're, they're and they're happy there, they're cool. As far as the freeway goes, they're in the two lane and, or on the, towards the right and they're like, eh, it's fine. <laughs> like, they're cool with that. But then the other end, I'll even say that there's something to be said for someone who could have the same level of production as that person who's in cruise control, but they're trying to get into third. And they're, and they're really trying to just like, for some reason, the shift gear is like just stuck and they're really trying to get it out, out of second gear and they're really trying to get it to third, but they're, they're just attacking their day with tenacity every day. They're trying to figure it out. Oh, this isn't working. I need to pivot this part of my business, go to this. Like there's, there's a whole different mindset to that. And, mm-hmm. and from, from my perspective, a different level of respect, even like you're, you're trying to figure it out. You're, you're grinding and, and I can appreciate that. There's even if you're a top producer and you're making a lot of money, like good for you. Like you're, you're like not to diminish that. Like there's a lot of hard work and effort that goes into that. But I also have, you know, there, there's something to be said for someone who's, who's not at that level of, you know, financial wherewithal or having all this ability to, to, you know, 
they, they have to do the sweat equity. They don't have the check equity ability yet. Once you get to a certain tier of production, you can do the check equity. You're blessed to be able to do that. That's a be happy you can write those checks. But mm-hmm. but someone who's grinding and they're, and they're they're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure it out. They're trying to figure it out. That's a to me that's a difference maker too because it's not a matter of of if they're going to figure it out. To me, it's a matter of what. And and the the extension on that thought is. So we've been talking about a difference maker in prospecting and the way you come to conversations mm-hmm. and that. And I love your transition idea about a difference maker is someone who's trying to go to that next level. Someone who makes a difference in their career Correct. to go to the next level. Correct. And, and I think the biggest part of that, of becoming a difference maker, we should be counting how many times we say a difference maker in yeah. the podcast today. If, you, if, we um, do, if we do 10, you get a free pizza. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, but I think there is a a real come to Jesus, if you will. A, you have to be brutally honest with yourself because to go from someone who's doing mild production to becoming that next level producer, you have to really figure out and cut out the fat yeah. in what you're doing. Because you're right. I mean, a difference maker is cutting their teeth, trying a bunch of different things, doing this and that. Then when you start doing a deal here or there, mm-hmm. right, then all of a sudden you go, well, how do I double that? How do I go from like a deal or two or three a month to like six deals a month or whatever it might end up being, mm-hmm. right? And so so when you do that and you figure that out, you need to start getting real, real with yourself. Like you need to start figuring out what to say yes to, mm-hmm. what to say no to. And sometimes that makes saying no and creating more time for uh, prospecting or relationship calls, building. relationship, the right relationship building, <laughs> yeah. that's difficult to do because a lot of people, they can't say no. Oh, and, you have to say no. You and so to say no, everything. that's that's going to have you, grow, have you grow and become a difference maker. Totally. And and I've, I've mentioned this t- thought before, but I really, you know, it's one of my North Stars. You know, when you walk out of your door every day, you have a gas tank and there's only a set amount of things you can deal with every day. And, and handle and before you're just a zombie by like by and by 8 p.m 9 p.m but but to that point gosh like like there's so much of a there's so much perspective in regards to when you're when you are a difference maker and you're living in that you're you're living in that world you and you choose the right relationships you know who to say no to you know who to say yes to you're really starting now you're now you're you're on the you're like the clay wheel like you're really starting to shape out your business in a in a really good way. There's, I think I think a lot of agents I notice who are in a little bit of a that's they're stuck in that second year and they and they can't get out of it because they need to learn who to give their attention to. Mm. Like like uh, I, I keep talking about the CRM example because we're you know we're talking about relationship building and, and but a, a big piece of your CRM too isn't just throwing names in there it's prioritizing. There's certain people in there you need to give more attention and, and, and love to than others. Yeah. Um, if one uh, call a month versus, you know, a gift basket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, a gift basket or a text and a phone call yeah. every week or so. Correct, you know what I correct. mean? Showing up for dinner unannounced. No, I'm just kidding. Surprise! No, I follow you on that, and and I think that there's a lot of folks out there that think they might be a difference maker. Mm -hmm. They're like, Oh, I'm doing all this. Oh, I'm doing all this. Oh, I'm doing all this. You know, when, when you know you're a difference maker is when your (laughs) deals go from one a month or one every three months to like two or three Mm -hmm. or four. When you see your production start to, to change, 
Because remember, we are in a results-based business. And I'm not talking about just real estate for you and me. Everybody out there, if you sell, if you work for T-Mobile, mm-hmm. you got to sell phones, you yep. know, and plans. Yep. If you work, it does not, solar, it, it doesn't matter. So to get results, you have to be able to make a difference, a positive difference and, and uh, you know, build build a culture and forward momentum in your business Correct. to get the results. I, I call it the gambler's rush. When you really start feeling the wind at your back in your business, and we've all been there. I, I, well, hopefully <laughs> we've all been there. Um, and if you're not, if, you, if you've never had that feeling, I hope you do. It's fun. It feels nice. That's right. Um, and and, I, and to your point about being a results-based business, when it comes to you know, your income levels and things, you know, I just had a conversation with an agent about this the other day. If you don't like your income level, you don't like production, let me buy you a mirror. Like, that's really what it comes down to. Totally. <laughs> Totally. Yeah. And one last point I'd like to cover, um, you know, because I don't know if we're going to get kicked off this private lake reserve. Is it or private? Not. I, no, I, well, it said private. That, that old man kind of <laughs> stared at us kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, one, one last point I want to make is we've talked about being the type of salesperson. We've talked about, you know, you know the, the prospecting aspect of being a difference maker. How about in the conversation? Mm-hmm. Being a difference maker in a conversation. So getting so that granular. So I, I will it. I will tell you like the difference between two talks. I was talking with the client the other day and they said interest rates are too high. I don't want to purchase. So something if, everyone sh- should be hearing in your conversation. Yeah, and we could do yeah, yeah, exactly. And we could talk that's a separate Correct. podcast altogether as a time capsule piece. But in in regards to this, I talked to them and I just I, I didn't try to like fluff it all up and this and that I said if there was a way that we could work out for you to save money every month and to maybe save money on your mortgage payment every every month for the first two years of the mortgage is that something that maybe you'd want to have the conversation further about Mm -hmm. well yes absolutely so then we got on the phone talked to the client first of all I just told them hey you know what I understand what's going on I understand the frustration talk to me a little bit about your budget because I have a financial planner advisor you know partner that I can actually connect my clients with to help them with their budget finding ways to cut back if that makes sense for you finding ways to reinvest money maybe change your w9 on your pay stub Mm -hmm. you know so you can collect more money every month different ways to do that and so I had a meaningful conversation with them now look they might not buy a house but I talked about stuff that really could make a difference and help them overcome any insecurities or, or anxieties that they have to buy a house. And that's the kind of, that's a difference maker conversation. Of course. What isn't a difference maker is if I would have just said, yeah, you know, well, rates are high. There's this thing called the 2-1 buy down where the yeah, payment yeah. can be lower for two years. And, you know, that's... Mm-hmm. Would that make you want to buy a house or would that or being too scared to even talk about that and just hang up the phone? Mm -hmm. You have to be willing in your conversations with potential clients to talk about the real pain points that are bothering them and be able to figure out a creative, non-sketchy way, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, you know, I mean, non-pushing, non, Mm. you know, tricky, quote unquote way to communicate out with them because you care. And that's having those difficult conversations or, you know, that makes you a difference maker. Agreed. And, and to kind of put a bow on it, I'll, I'll say like everyone has the same amount of hours, same amount of minutes every day. 
and and I, it's almost like I almost look at that like winemaking. That's what I think in my head. It, you know, people who make wine or in these, these vineyards, these huge, you know, they have this family vineyard, and and they're they're literally pulling out of the ground these grapes. Like that's what they've done. Everyone has the same ability to do so. So I would say, are you? What are you harvesting? What are you harvesting in your in regards to your your day to day? How you approach your relationships, your conversations? Are you um, are you just kind of in cruise control and just doing whatever or are you actually you know are you actually are you actually making the most out of your conversations your day-to-day your relationships and really maximizing maximizing those to to an extent where you really put, put your head down at night and say wow like i've made a difference i've connected people in a meaningful way and ultimately my business my life my family are going to reap the results mm. i love that Cool. So we'll wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. And hope you tune into our next episode. Take care, everybody.